There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. Do you want to boost the economy like Taylor Swift? Do you want to run a business empire like Rihanna? Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. Look, man. There. Oh, I see. My eye. Oh, my. Bowen, look over there. Wow, is that oh, culture? Uh, yes. Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. yeah. Las Culturistas. Ding dong. Las Culturistas calling. Oof. Oof. It's just me and Bo because we are, we are post-coital right now. We're post-coital. We have post-nut clarity, joy. We um, didn't have... All the time in the world with our guest. By now, you know, it's Michelle Yeoh. You're looking at the title. Unreal. The app. You know, she's been doing days of press for this movie, Everything Everywhere All at Once, which you must see if you haven't already. And in fact, we do get into some spoilers. So just if you're listening now, just know, you you know, maybe hold off on listening to this episode. Please go see the movie first. Yeah. Implore you because we really get into, you know, we really talked to her about what it was like to work on this. And Mm -hmm. it was just such a special conversation. It's really, I mean, this is, I think, one of my favorite moments we've had on the podcast. Not only because, you know, she's such an incredible icon of screen and just like cinema history, but also she was a very real person. And I think that she had a lot to say that like really resonated about how she prepares and how she's never stops learning when she's on set. And she just really a very grounded person and... You wish that someone like her gets her due like this. You know what I mean? You really do. You really do. And it's that, you know, classic thing where at this point, you know, this is something that Matt says all the time, which is, can anyone else do this role? Can anyone else do what this actor does in any given project? And we definitely feel like that's not the case with Michelle and everything everywhere all at once. Like the role was written for her. There, there, there aren't that many Asian female actresses who can pull off action in a sci-fi comedy, who can pull off physical comedy as well as martial arts. Like that is like, she's, I, I've listened to her talk about the nuance and the difference between physical comedy, which she's never done before and martial arts, which she has and like how much fun it was for her. Anyway, we're really just like soaring from this interview. It was so fun. It's a little bit tighter than usual. Mm-hmm because of the the time constraints we had, but so much fun. I mean, it's just unreal because I, I've seen the movie now twice, as, as you'll hear, and I'm so overwhelmed 
because it's that thing, Bo, you know, way back when we first met the people that we we all met and like you had a feeling about certain people and then oh come to God. find out it, it happened to be true. So Stephanie Shu is like our old friend from college. Like, I think we probably all met when we were like 19. 19. I was probably... I was 18. Yeah, so Bowen is famously a little bit younger than us, which she just mentioned, um, <laughs> which was which was which was not rude, not rude. Um, at all to mention his young age. But Stephanie is literally one of those people that you meet and is and you're just like, such oh my a, god. Yeah, she's truly limitless in terms of what she's able That's to the do. Perfect word. I'm also really happy that she got to show off her beautiful voice in this movie. Um, oh, yeah. So it's everything. I mean, and. It really bowled me over, Bo, because I'm more and more I'm realizing that like those people that we had a good feeling about from way back, actually that was true, you oh know. And how how lucky to be in the orbit of some of these people. I mean, this is such a incredible performance, and all the performances are amazing. But I have to like sit here and tally as well. Tally. You know what I mean? Like you got to see it to believe it. I texted you right after I saw it the first time. I was like, Steph is going to blow your fucking mind. And you know what's funny? It's like, first of all, this is like the most Steph movie of all time. Like if yeah, you know Steph, really like, is. from everything, from like, from like the chaos of it to like the bagel, I was like, Steph found the Steph Shoe movie to do. And maybe you know Steph from Marvelous Mrs. Maisel or you've seen her on Broadway. She was in SpongeBob and uh, Be More Chill. Be More Chill, yeah. So people are aware of her, but now they're going to become super aware of her. Just watching my friend. It's crazy. You know, because she was there. Like she does all these different things, but she was there the whole time. And I was uh-huh, like, in this uh-huh. in this amazing way. You know what I mean? And I was just like, oh my God, that's Steph. <laughs> I know. You know, she always says like, oh, I gave up on comedy because the hours were crazy and she had other things going on. But like she was doing political subversities. It was the show in, in New York City, like at the same theater that Pop Roulette did shows at. Like Steph is just one of those people that you would like kind of run into all the time and be like, oh, what are you working on? And to see her do this is really incredible. And um, I just, we're so, so, so thrilled. We must have her on the podcast and I'll, and I'll sort of mention some stuff to her then, but I'm just thinking back to like conversations we had in college and truly like such a, like a great friend. And yeah. uh, I just like, I'm like sitting here, I'm like emotional. I'm, I'm so oh. emotional about the movie because of the messages in it, but also it's just really special to see someone that you care about who's so talented. I know. Be able Just, to and that. and so full of love and always was supportive of us. Ooh, like she would we we shared a couple days on set together at Nora. This was right before she was about to start. Yeah, because the Daniels this. directed that episode of Nora? The Daniels directed the flashback episode of Nora from Queens where, you know, it all like it's grandma telling Nora like her story and it all kind of gets shot in the style of like a, a C drama or a K drama. Mm-hmm. And um you know, and then that's where the Daniels like met like Harry Shum Jr., who's who's in the movie. He's and so good in the movie so too. Oh my gosh, he was so, so good. funny, so great. I've never been more excited to support a project that like I had nothing to do with, which sounds so disgustingly vain. But it is weird when someone's like so hyped for something that like in our business at least, like it's someone's hype for something that like they had no part of. Yeah, but we need more of that. I know. I th- I. Th- Totally agree. I, I, because uh, I always feel like that's how we get interesting. Yes. I don't, I don't, I don't even know what I'm saying. It's just like, I mean, that's really what I want this podcast to be, anyway. Is I would, I would love, you know, that's so interesting talking about it like 300 episodes in, like what we want it to be. But I guess that's a <laughs> yeah. good sign. No, yeah. That, like, you know, now that we're able to have access to someone like Michelle Yeoh, like 
it's so mind blowing. But I do think that like, especially nowadays when people aren't necessarily going out to the theater, like I'm happy like that, that like there's things out there that are, there's really challenging things out there available to us that we can go see. Like I'm going to New York um, next week and I'm going to see five Broadway shows. And I haven't done that in years, but I think there's like, there's like a renewed interest in me and like seeing things and absorbing things. And I think that that's, that's like a really important thing now that the world is opening back up as I knock fucking wood. Mm -hmm. But um, like, you got to get out there and see stuff and then share what you loved about it with people. I mean, I know that's like a simple, maybe like, you know, sort of stupid thing to say, but like, tell people what you like. I mean, like, and I, I guess that's what is so this podcast. Is. That's like this podcast. And I, that's what I want it to be. And that's why I feel like while this feels like a crazy episode for us, because I never in a million years, Bo, when we started neither. this on fucking Mercer Street in New York thought that we would get to the point where we could have Michelle Yeoh on our podcast. But now that we can, it's like, I'm so excited because I genuinely feel like I can't express enough how this movie enriched me. Um, Likewise. And like, there aren't that many movies that I can like rattle off that have like had such an effect on me. Like you have, I didn't even get to say this to her. I watched that movie. All I can think about is my mom. And that's, well, that's what I, that's what I, that's what I think about. I think about my mom all the time when I see Michelle Yeoh in movies. I remember going to Crouching Tiger with my mom and being like, wait, she kind of talks like my mom does. And like, Mm -hmm. she has the same sort of like warmth and energy and strength and whatever. Anyway, I'm just talking about my mom now, but with everything ever, ever at all at once is literally the story of this woman. Who's like, what if I had done things differently? Mm -hmm. And my mom in her loving way, she's not saying this in like a, a way to like, give me an existential crisis or, or like throttle me into that kind of crisis. But she always is like, you know, I think about all the time if I had stayed in China, like I would have been this very successful doctor. I would have not had you because you're the second child because, you know, back then it was one child only. Like, and she, it's a very common thing in the immigrant experience, at least not to make it specifically about that, to be like, what if It's very I much about that though. No, it, it, and but it's a universal thing. Like everybody walks this earth going, what if I had done things differently? What right. if things were different enough that were out of my control? You know, like everyone is in that space all the time. And it's the perfect concept to bring into a multiverse movie. It's just so, I loved this movie so much. It's so smart on so many different levels. And it's also fun. And it's moving and it's because, and it's because the thing about this film is, and we should just say, it's also wild. I mean, like it's a truly crazy movie and you'll be asking yourself what the hell is going on. You've never seen anything like this. And then it becomes clear. But the thing is, while it is so expansive and so ambitious and so audacious, it's also very simple in terms of the story. Yes, yes. It's actually just about a family trying to come back together and it's about realizing what you have and it's about understanding possibility but embracing reality. Yeah. And and it's just it's just so good. It's about accepting whatever reality you're in. Yeah. And noticing, noticing. <sighs> I fucking uh, love this movie so this much. Was so, it was so good. And also, especially, and blah, 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 but in a time when everything is a sequel or, you know, a, a, a franchise, franchise movie, yeah. like, you gotta go out and support this movie. Uh, like we say in the episode, like, put on a mask if that makes you feel better. If you haven't been out to the theaters, like, this is the movie to go see. You won't regret it. You really won't regret it. It's not the kind of movie that you'll be like, eh, whatever. Yeah, no. No, 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 no. At the very <laughs> least, you'll have a strong reaction. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. And isn't it fun to go to a movie and potentially 
hate it. I I don't think you will. <laughs> you won't. But it. But also, like I don't know. Like it made me feel all the feeling. I mean. <laughs> Uh-oh. I didn't just. I did not just say it. Maybe girl, all the feels is it in twenty eleven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the <laughs> but, feels. But that's like. It's just. I don't know. It really transported me back to like. I don't know. Maybe even feeling like that childlike thing of like going to the movies and something just is completely new. It's movie magic, and she she. T- it's uh, movie not magic, but not just not to spoil the interview. And you know, if you haven't skipped all the way to when Michelle Yeoh starts talking god <laughs> yeah. bless you thank you for listening to us talk but she gets into that like yeah movie magic like it's this thing that's kind of hard to come by especially i felt this way before i saw the movie like i feel like i've been a little desensitized just a little bit desensitized to like the viewing experience or the intake or consumption of something that i'm watching yeah because i'm like in bed watching it like from a tv or an ipad or like it's right. sedentary it's passive like there's something so literally activating about this movie that you watch it and you cannot help but go oh my god yeah 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 that sensory overload that happens in that atmosphere yes yes that is not replicable at home it really isn't unless you have like you know a crazy dolby setup or something unless you have a crazy dolby setup (laughs) honey you're not gonna get that experience it's it's real culture number four unless Unless you have have a crazy crazy dolby Dolby setup you're you're not not gonna get that get that experience Honey. Anyway, as do we have any anything else to say? It's a, I it's have a, nothing else to say. I'm like so tapped from this conversation. Like, yeah, I'm just excited. I'm so excited. She was so generous with us. Just was so honest. She was giving ponytail through a white baseball cap. Hun, girl, can we talk about? I be- guess people know this already, but I, a hard reminder needs to be set that like this is a fucking style legend. Yeah. Okay. Glamour icon. Glamour icon. She just came out with her interview magazine photos where she looks fucking amazing. Yeah. Um, the ring in Crazy Rich Asians is her ring. Oh, wow. Did you hear that? Have you heard the story? I think I actually do remember that. Like, that. like, like the props, like, 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 because the ring is like a plot point. It's like the, yes. Ele- like the young ring and it's like, wow. Um, the Eleanor young ring. And it's like, they like did like a pretty generic looking, but still like, you know, like something that communicates wealth or whatever that this family has. But she, came on to set or she saw the ring for the first time. She was like, no, I have one better. I have a collection. She has, <laughs> this woman is like very unassuming in a lot of ways, but also I, I'm just reminded of the fact that she is married to the former CEO of Ferrari. Oh Jesus. Like this woman knows fucking lavishness and luxury. Mm-hmm. And and she, yet she still is like such an artist in her way. And like, yeah. It doesn't like would never let that show like doesn't let that inform anything about her in her work. I know that's no, a weird thing to bring up, but I just no. I, I, I'm obsessed with that. Like she's a fucking glamour. She's like it, it's it feels old Hollywood. It feels like so fucking oh I love it. It's so luxe. But anyway, it's her ring that giant fucking emerald. I don't know what cut of diamond that is, but so beautiful. Anyway. Yeah, this was. I mean. Uh, we're we're doing the fluffing of the century here. This foreplay that we're doing with the, I know, uh, with I know. the readers. I say let's just play the episode. You're gonna hear us ding dong again. The intro is very short with her. I swear to God, we're getting to Michelle Yeoh very, very, very soon. This feels like when you're about to get on the roller coaster, but like there's like a technical problem. <laughs> it's like you waited for an hour and then you get there and they're like, we're experiencing technical difficulties, and you're like, fuck off. Um, right. But with no with no further ado, Bo. Let's welcome Michelle fucking yo. Ah, come on. 
Ding dong, Lost Culturist is calling. Oh, Bowen, it's a moment in time oh, yet again. What was the last movie you saw multiple times in theaters besides Everything Everywhere All at Once? I, I would have to go back. But I can't remember like some a movie that I was immediately excited to see again. You know, like Absolutely. that hasn't happened, especially in the theater, especially like pursuing the IMAX experience of it. I was like, I have to see this on a giant screen with a bunch of people. I will say this. The last time I saw a movie repeatedly again and again and again was A Star is Born with Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper, which I famously <laughs> did see four times opening weekend. Now, yeah. that does not mean that I wasn't equally moved by this new film, Everything Everywhere All at Once, which I've seen twice this week in the theaters. And I, I know Bowen has as well. And I have yes. to implore all of the readers of this podcast, everyone out there to get to the theaters to see this. Bowen, I know you were as just as excited as I was. I was, it's, it's the superlatives are, are, are there aren't enough. Do you know mm. what I'm saying? And I, I think I told you immediately, our friend Stephanie Shu is in it. We went to college with her. I can't, we can't wait to get into we this. We can't with, wait with to our ta- talk about it with our guests. So um, there's really no need to introduce her in I any mean, way. She's truly a legend in cinema. In, in so many ways, just we're so inspired and privileged to have her. So please welcome Michelle Yo. Hello, absolutely. Oh my queen. God, what an introduction to everything, everywhere, all at once. I love you boys already. Well done, oh, especially Michelle. because you are friends with my baby girl, Stephanie Shu. We went to college with her. I did sketch comedy with Stephanie Shu. I first met her as, you know, the hilarious, funny girl who could do anything. And then as I got to know her, I realized how. She's so good with drama, musical. She's a completely insane person. She's everything, everywhere, all at once. Absolutely. She is. I mean, she is amazing in this. She's amazing full stop Mm -hmm. in everything. So you are very lucky to have met her at the early age. And I can't wait to see all the amazing things that she will continue to do and have the opportunity to do. What was it like to set up that relationship and to sort of ground that into something that was very... Very convincing because by the end, I mean Matt and I have talked about this. I I, I never cry at movies, and oh. I, I I did I did cry multiple times, multiple both times. times I've seen it, especially in that last scene. We won't spoil it, but there's a last moment with you and Stephanie's character Joy, um, between uh, Evelyn and Joy. Like how how did you? What was the process like of just getting into that relationship? Okay, but first of all, I really want I want want to say thank you for you two having given the shout out about going to the cinemas yes. to watch this movie. Mm-hmm. It's it a is must. a shared experience. And uh, hello, Matt. If you don't watch it more than four times, I'm coming. <laughs> okay. Okay, I know. Uh, hey, excuse me, Lady Gaga, step aside. Okay. Yes. <laughs> he is going to say to Brad, oh, move out of my way. Yeah, come on. If anyone can yes. do it, it is you. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. Much as 100%. I love that movie, this one is unique. It's different. Right. 100%. And you're right. It is like the primal way of our ancestors where you sit under the stars and mm-hmm. you have great storytelling. You have to see it in the cinema because that's when you g- devote yourself to that magic of filmmaking. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's like you don't want to go on a roller coaster ride by yourself. No. Right? Never. This is like the most incredible roller coaster ride that you're going to have in the cinema. And you're doing it, you have to do it with people. You yeah. have to do it with your friends, your family, and strangers. 
And the most important thing is like having conversations afterwards. Oh yeah. yeah. On all the different issues, whether yeah. it's the mother and daughter, the father and daughter, the husband and wife, just a relationship. Look at the two antagonists, the mm -hmm. Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. The you know the audit the the the, the tax auditor who is yeah. like that you think the scariest person but who is a real human being yes right and you need and you don't want to be left out of the conversation do you when everybody is going have you seen this movie do you know what we're talking about and God forbid you're like no uh, uh, uh. <laughs> it is that though it is a cultural moment and I really do believe that this movie is going to be something that as more people see it as more people talk about it is going to become a cultural conversation because it's unlike anything it's unlike it anything is. it is the Daniels are just I call them my evil geniuses because yes. they had the audacity, the courage to put it all on paper. You know, it's like five genres of film in in one movie. True, right? And right, they took a very ordinary, totally unsuccessful immigrant, Asian, aging woman, immigrant who is trying to pursue the American dream with the love of her life, came here to the complete disagreement and disapproval of her parents, especially of her horrible father. I'm sorry to have to say that. But <laughs> it's almost like a vicious circle. It's like that's how you, are, you, you understand that your parents want the best for you. They tell you what to do and you should do that. And God forbid you disobey them. Mm -hmm. And it's like when she sees her daughter, that is the one of the core of the movies is this mother-daughter relationship. And you're right. Stephanie and I found the bond. We didn't, mm. we didn't have, you know, we are an independent film. I only arrived in January. We had mm -hmm. eight weeks to shoot this. Eight and weeks? 37 days. Wow. You know, there is a union. We can't work like constantly, like 24-7, wow. right? So we... But every character from Stephanie, myself, Ki Kwan, Jamie mm. Curtis, James Hong, especially mm. the Daniels, every character was completely invested and knew who they were. I yeah. saw, I've seen this woman on this, we've passed by this Evelyn Wong. Yes, when yes. When we go to the supermarket or when we are, if we're in Chinatown, we see the mothers, the aunties, the grandmothers, where they are weighed down by the responsibility of keeping a family together, keeping a business alive, you know, doing what is right and helping the, fa the family survive. And she, you know, she doesn't walk straight. She literally waddles her way through. Right. She is wading through all these like problems and, things what is the american dream mm. it is tough mm -hmm. it is mm -hmm. so so tough but the daniels have given her such a strong voice to highlight and to tell her story and give her an opportunity to be a superhero because at the end of the day we believe in love we believe mm -hmm. in our family and we will never give up on that and that yeah. journey needed to be told in this way this is something I've observed, and I don't know if this is what maybe jumped out at you when you first read the script, but I feel like in your career, you've portrayed power in such a, in such a wonderful way through so many ranges of, uh, through such a wide range of things, whether it's, you know, Eleanor Young or, you know, Star Trek with, uh, you know, Phil and George. But it's like, but it's like, mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, I mean, you know, I, or, or even in, in, in Tomorrow Never Dies, like, I feel like the Michelle Yeoh 
in her roles up till this point has been about portraying a woman in power, which Strength. is wonderful. But this is someone, I, you, you look at Evelyn and this is someone who is vulnerable at every level, socially, economically, emotionally, physically. Did you recognize that to be something unique and different immediately? Because it, you're right, like this is a woman we've passed on the street who is basically invisible to a lot of people. Like how, how did you dive into that vulnerability? That's a great question. Thank you for that. You know, it's it's very, I think at the beginning of my career to show, because we were all the Ming Vas, the Asian mm-hmm. woman is like the fragile, you know, needs to be carefully catered to and all those kind of like whatever, the very yeah. stereotypical indication of what it is to be an Asian woman. And for me, it was very important to be like, no, 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 we're not that. We are the mother, we are strong, we're independent, we are in control of our lives. And it was, it's a choice to portray and give a voice to that because we Mm -hmm. cannot be seen as the victims only. No. But with Evelyn Wong, she's not a victim. No. She is trying to be the strong, the successful and all that. But life has beaten her down in every turn of the way. And that's the reality that's around us. It's not that everybody gets to be successful, even though they give it their 100 and 200%, right? Right. Unfortunately, Mm -hmm. that's the reality of life. But to be able to say, yes, she is a failure at so many things that she she does, but every failure becomes, it's an impact on our lives. And we have to learn to be, to learn from that and be stronger with that. And I think, for Evelyn Wong, if she was not open to be always trying to be better or do something, she would not be able to go into these multiverses and tap into that and mm-hmm. have an open mind. And I think that was what that really attracted. Yes, because we are all flawed characters. We are all flawed human beings. And in the beginning of my career, playing the strong, you know, more more dynamic characters were important because it empowers you to believe that you can do this. And now it comes to a stage where it's like, I want to give the people who are not seen, right? The chance to have a voice and say, they can have a different life too. And the Daniels have given us a perfect opportunity to say, well, guess what? In a science fiction world, we can, you know, because you're going to be able to go into all these kind of worlds and see what could have happened. But what do you choose? That's very important. That is, I think, and I'm actually emotional even thinking about this. Um, But what what moved me so much about the film was the message of choosing each other and, you know, even in seeing the vast possibility in choosing the love in your life and in noticing the things in your life that have actually given you the strength that you didn't know. Because even though Evelyn acquires skills, she uh, and she's able to tap into these different universes, it is her the whole time. And she is the soul that we're with. And And she is the person at the end of the film who makes the decision that she makes. And I cannot remember being more moved than um, towards the end of the film when there is a specific montage with Key's character. And you are... And I just want to say, Michelle, like, there is so much power in the way that you receive that. 
you are outstanding in this movie. I mean, it is an outstanding, I will say it, Oscar-worthy performance. I know it's whatever, but this is the kind of thing where I just don't think there is another person in the world that could do this. And when I tell you how moved I was... It had so much to do with Key's performance, but also the way you received that. And you can see the character realizing so much about her life, her reality, and what she wants in that moment. So just that message, I think, is so important, you know, in showing the beauty and the love in a life that's big, but also a life that feels, quote unquote, small. And Mm -hmm. so I just, was that something that jumped out to you in the script and made maybe made you say, like, absolutely, this is it? Oh my God! Now you're making me emotional. <laughs> I'm. I just am so moved by the movie. <laughs> no, I think what it is is like because when you read it, it resonates. Yeah, you know, like you say, with a husband and wife relationship, any relationship is continuous work. Yes, and sometimes we get sideswept, bogged down by the things, problems, and all those kind of things, and we start looking at the the, the other person and like, why couldn't you be better at this? Mm-hmm. But then we forget. Why did you fall in love with this person? Yeah. To change him, right? You love him because he's a little dorky. He knows how to find like joy and beauty in the most horrible places, and he's trying to instill happiness. And that was why you loved him in the first place, and you were ready to ab- you abandon your family, your your parents to go in search of a new life because you love this man. And mm-hmm. I think sometimes we get lost along the way. And yeah. I think what happened was like, it didn't hit her until when she saw the divorce papers. They were like, what the F are you talking mm-hmm. about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but losing it became real. And then it was, yeah. Right. But that was his point. It was like, I don't really want a divorce, but I think this will force you to stop. Mm. Because it happened to somebody else. It stopped them to think, it's like, do you really value this relationship? And if you have lost complete respect and for the man or the woman and the relationship, then yes, maybe it's time to step away. Because mm-hmm. you don't want to hate each other. Because right. it's, a, it's a very fine line. But if there is real love, then you have to fight for it. You have to fight for each other and you have to continue to do that. I think where the Daniels were very, very clever when they wrote this is the emotional thread between each character with the characters. Even like the simple, you know, when Jobu Chupaki and Stephanie comes out with all these like amazing costumes. She looks incredible. She looks amazing costumes. But I look into uh, her eyes and I see the longing of I'm looking for my mother. Yes. I'm not, you know, I, even though my mouth says nothing matters, your eyes don't say that. And that Stop. is what I see from, from that, what bonds us together, because that's what Evelyn is seeing, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, you know how sometimes children, they say the worst things. They're like, oh, I wish you're dead or you're blah, blah, blah. Or sometimes yeah, parents yeah. say it too. Because I wish right. I never had you. Like, what? Come, don't be so ridiculous, okay? But you say things you think to hurt each other because you want them to feel the hurt you are feeling. Yeah. And then you just take like silly ju- things at each other. But that's where, you know, when you are working with someone like Key and Stephanie, who we look at each other and we see love and mm. we know this is where we have to go. Because if you don't believe that you love me, nobody else is going to. Mm-hmm. You know, your eyes are, the, as an actor, the eyes are the windows to someone's soul. Yes. 
And I believed in Evelyn Wong, as Stephanie believed in Joy and Tupaki. So, you know, when we walk into in that, even though she's like flinging those adult toys around, yes, <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> and that's the, where the geniuses of the Daniels are. They put you in the most unapologetic raunchiness, silliness or whatever, because you are thrown off balance. Your head is getting like messed up like Evelyn Wong. Right. And then they pull the rug from under you and they watch you fall going, ah, <laughs> <laughs> evil genius. Evil genius. But huh? this is something, this is like the opposite end of what you've always said that, you know, martial arts scenes are, which is there's always drama and emotional stakes to any fight scene you've done. And even with, even between these characters, even though there are all these insane visuals going on, there's still that dramatic core, that thread between these two characters that like makes you, you, you can't take your eyes off of it because you understand what's going on on some different emotional, level. Yes. And different level. Exactly. I mean, the emotional curve for these two women, they're fighting. You know, if it's like uh, with Jobu Tupaki, she, she thinks she's trying to kill this woman that's her mother right but she yeah. isn't she's testing her to the limits it's how much do you actually want me yes right it's like our children test us all the time from mm -hmm. the minute they know how to crawl they test you to yeah. see you, right <laughs> that's what we do and that we do that with our friends we do that with our the people that we love right you don't do that to people that you don't know because it's right. a waste of time, right? But you, you test your limits. You test each other's limits constantly. But does that mean that you don't, you love that person? That's yeah. why you are testing the boundaries. That's why you're, you know, like how much more can I, can I achieve from this? And even with the, the fight sequences with like the lay, lay brothers, you know, with the mud plugs and all this kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all about survival. Mm -hmm. It's all about that. And what I loved right at the end, you know, when I was doing it, it was like, uh, I open my arms and I fight yeah, for yes. love. For love. At first I was really like, what the hell are you two boys trying to do? <laughs> it's like, how do you fight for love? That's a very interesting thing. How do you say, I, I'm going to now not fight you with the physical, like, you know, you're coming with, at me with knives and bombs, you know, the whole staircase. Uh, yes. Yeah. The sequence the, at the end. The yeah. Other alphas is like they are they are ready to kill me, and ready to kill Evelyn Wong, and she has the Google eyes, and she suddenly realized all the googly eyes is all about love and joy and this. But how do you present to them? Is like I'm not gonna fight you with my fist. I'm gonna embrace you and fight you with love. So mm -hmm. we were standing there going like, how do you do that? How do you present that? Well, I guess I would just go, <laughs> I love you, come right. to mama. <laughs> when it comes to travel, we all have that happy place. Whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long, Matt. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price, so you never have to miss a trip. Now, we all know we love to vacation together. We have various happy places. We love to go to Orlando, Florida. We love to go to Las Vegas, Nevada. We love to go to a beach anywhere. We love to go to Europe. But when we have truly traveled the world globally and domestically. 
My happy place is with my sister and any of those locations he just listed. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals, and you can even choose your own crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. For me, I'm choosing Matt Rogers. I'm choosing producer Becca. Yes. We're all going together, the Lost Cult family. So download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy place with Priceline. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. You know, but one of the toughest things about decorating my apartment has been getting things framed. Finding a place that will custom frame all my beautiful art pieces that I have without breaking the bank has been close to impossible. But then I found Framebridge. I found Framebridge too. Framebridge makes it easy to get anything framed at an affordable price. Easily order online at framebridge.com or visit a Framebridge retail store. Upload a digital photo for them to print and mail your item using their free, secure, prepaid packaging. Or visit one of their 20 plus retail stores. Framebridge custom frames your piece in their studio using the highest quality materials and ships it to your door in days for free. I love going into the brick and mortar locations. I've got one here in Brooklyn and they're so sweet. They can give you inspiration for what you want to get framed. I went in and I was like, I'm going to get my Chromatica ball bracelet framed. And they helped me. Oh my God. I'm so excited. I have so many memories I need framed and put upon the wall. And uh, they have a curated selection of frame styles with design experts right on hand who make it fun to choose the perfect frame for you. See why Framebridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit framebridge.com or a local Framebridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything. That's framebridge.com. This is something, you know, we are in the industry, so we know this, but these films are shot out of sequence. And and so, and so, so that must be a real mind F for you to sort of like, (laughs) you know, have the script and you're reading the script and then you get a shoot schedule. And that is something that is also really impressive about your performance is it all feels extremely specific emotionally and continuous, which has to be incredibly difficult because you could be shooting one scene that leads into another at the end of the shoot, the beginning of the shoot. So how did, what was your process for keeping that line? <sighs> that is, I, I am going to post on my Instagram very soon my script. Oh. How I normally work a script. It's uh-huh. like I tag, you know, when you get your script and I tag them, which are the scenes I'm appearing in. If it yeah. was an action sequence, they get a red tag. If it was a, a very heavy dramatic one, it gets like a blue one. So, you know, you work it out. And then because you have to see as the character, you see the entirety of the, the script, right? Mm-hmm, and that right. will tell you the emotional arc of where you're going or whatever it is. I think one movie that I had was as challenging, but not quite as this, was The Lady, where it spanned like 20 years of her life. Oh, right. sure. 
And like you say, we don't do it, uh, you know, in order. In order, you never do. I mean, for for so many reasons. Yeah. So you have to know that if you go into the eighties or then the twenty two thousands, what is the mindset? Where are you going from your hair, your wardrobe, or whatever that helps you recreate this this moment? But with Everything everywhere, all at once. It is everything everywhere, all at once. You're yeah. some <laughs> hibachi chef. Then you're like, whoa, 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 okay, I'm like back to this universe. And then I'm jumping into the jail. What do I want? You know, you, but when you see how I have tagged, I am in literally every scene of the movie. Yes. Oh, yeah. The emotional art goes, wugga, 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 so go sideways, up and down. and Everything, and everywhere, all at once. <laughs> it, insane. it really is insane. And the, the, the amazing thing is like, even though she goes into the other multiverse, Evelyn is still Evelyn Wong, right? She, yes. gets there, she sees what this multiverse is about. She doesn't live that multiverse. It's not like he, his character, Wayman, when he is- Can in, travel, yeah. Right? But in that universe, he is who he is, like the CEO. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know about the other universes. So he is very contained with who Wayman is. In that universe but mm-hmm. with her it's like she sees this is like why am i here and uh, can you imagine when she went into the hot dog universe all right, right. nightmare yes. antagonist jamie lee curtis who is deirdre de rum, rum, whatever her name is like you yeah. know deirdre bobeer i think it's her last yeah. <laughs> and sure. she yeah. is suddenly her lover and coming at her with these like hot, hot dog, dog fingers. fingers and wanting to hug her and kiss her like ah! don't touch me you know and that was the amazing thing about the whole thing it's like first you have to know your script i am like stephanie she is brilliant with ad living and you know she is quick to change and do extremely funny she's right off the skin she always has been and i say to her don't do that to me okay (laughs) i'm not not gonna make up not You, we have to, there's certain guidelines that we're going to do this. I'm Absolutely. I'm sure she listened. Now. Oh, yeah, she did. She's she got the point. <laughs> yeah. So then it's like when you get into all these things, one thing I always say to my Daniels, you are my, you are my anchors, mm-hmm. right? Because we are going to be jumping from here to there, all these kind of times. I'm going to look to you and say, okay, are we pasta? Are we rock? Are we whatever? I'm going to burn. It's like, and because it's intercutting the whole time. Yeah. The two geniuses know exactly where they're going with Larkin, mm-hmm. our DP. And I think at the end of the day, with Paul, our editor. Oh my God. They had it wow. down to the T, like the action sequences. We don't have much time to shoot it, right? We have like a day and a half or two days maximum for the entire sequence of, you know, the the, the thing and the dad and the butt plugs <laughs> and all those kind of things. Yeah, so They have to know what they need. And yeah. if they have time, they can get a bit more. But they first have to shoot what they need. I can't believe from like an art direction and set decoration standpoint that this was shot in eight weeks. That is crazy. That must have been like stepping into a completely different film every day. Yeah, exactly. I think what grounded us was the IRS building. Ah. We were very fortunate. You know, when you're you're an indie film, you have to be creative. You have to know where you can save the money and, you know, put it where you need to spend it. And so with this abandoned irs building 
it grounded us because we shot six weeks there. Yeah. We could oh, really? This place, you could build little sets and things like that right. in there. So we had a place to go to, which we were familiar with. I mean, it was a huge place, but it had right. us. To, to sort of have it centralized in some way. And I heard this great story from Kihuei sharing, having his dressing room next to Jamie Lee's, but Jamie Lee never being there. And then he finally was like, why are you ever in your dressing room? And she was like, even with her career that spans decades, she goes, I never learn anything in the dressing room. I always learn everything when I'm, while I'm on set. Because, she's you know, amazing. Jamie, she is fat. She's not just an amazing talent. She's not just an amazing actress. She's an amazing human being. Mm-hmm. Yeah. thoughtful she's generous she's always giving and she's always learning and that's what we all need to do is like you wake up in the morning and not think i know everything so why don't you just go back to sleep then right <laughs> yeah. the whole process of being alive is about learning and experiencing and being there and jamie is going to, it's it wants to direct her own movie she so should she, oh wow oh she will you Great. know that she will. I mean, mm-hmm. she has children's books. She has her own podcast. She has so many things. She's ever, ever inventing and creating and things like that. So the next step for her is to tell her own story or, or direct her own film, right? Absolutely. And right. She's right. What is she going to learn sitting in the, uh, you know, if, if she has, she's, and she's always out there because she loves people. Yeah. Always watching. And it's, sometimes it's not fun. It's like, the legendary Jamie is watching your performance. Like, <laughs> uh, why don't you just go back, have a cup of coffee? And yeah, come I out know, and- right? <laughs> Take a break, just Jamie. Lee. Chill out. <laughs> oh, but our our friend Tally Metal is is, is plays Stephanie's girlfriend. Oh my god, she's so wonderful in this. Bravo! bravo. Oh my god, so bravo! She really that relationship that she has. Very, very little lines, but it's not how much screen time you have. It's what you do. Impact. And you have that. And she 100%. has such a beautiful presence. She does. That expressive eyes and face. She doesn't have to say a word, but you can, you know. So that's exactly. why it, it was so well cast in that way. She yes. gave that brilliant performance. She was saying that you were so, so kind to her. You were so just curious about her life. You made her feel so at ease. And I just, I, I, I read that. I read, she, she, you know, she posted this to her Instagram and I just got so emotional. I wasn't surprised that you were gracious, but I was like, I mean, yeah, like you're the star, you're setting the tone and the environment for that kind of project that is so ambitious. And um, I don't know. I just, I just, I just think that's so special that you and Jamie Lee and Kihui Kwan just being like these three people who have seen various sides to this business mm. all coming together kind of like handing it down to another generation of people. No, um, not handing it down. We not sharing. handing it down. Share, sharing, sharing. I'm sorry. Well, yes, you know. yes, sharing. But you, but yet, you know, like, but, but teaching it. Not yet, not yet, not yet. I'm so sorry. But teaching it in a way, you know, like. I, I, you know, I don't think I am good enough. Oh, we, we don't try to teach. We try to share. And I think yeah. what it is, is like when you see someone young and talented, you have to tell them that they are talented, yeah. but making them understand, don't just take it for granted. Just don't think I'm entitled. There is no entitlement. Mm. We have been in the business so long and you look at us and say, oh God, you guys are the successful, legendary, la 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 la. But <laughs> every day we learn, yes. we find things to learn. We don't just sit back and go, well, you know, 
bow down to it. No. And right. I, I want them to already begin the incredible journey. Understanding is like, as long as you are grounded, you will fly to a lot of places, but you will always feel the earth. But can you imagine if you fly and you don't know where to land? It's a long way down. Yeah. You know, don't want that. Yeah. And it's it's interesting to hear you acknowledge um, you know, people coming to you with this this verbiage Reference. of legend. Like, you know, and even the movie is aware of that because when when you need to acquire the skill of martial arts, you know, there's a funny montage that cuts to essentially B-roll of your life. <laughs> and it does inform that. But I wonder, like, what has it been that has kept you grounded and kept that mind mindset? I mean, you've worked with some incredible legendary people. I was looking at the list of directors you've worked with. I mean, oh. Ang Lee, Rob Marshall, you know, upcoming Danny James Moore. Cameron. Oh. I mean, like, ah. I, and I'm going to be asking about that, but... I, I, you I can just, ask away. I bet. Oh. I'm sure I can ask, and you <laughs> will give me nothing. And you will just the nod snipers are on you right now. <laughs> um, but is is it that? Is it the people you've worked with that have kept that instilled in you? What, what has what has anchored you? My family and friends, mm. my real friends. You know, it's like um, I remember at the beginning, very start, and someone says, "You have to remember." Every time, don't let every flash bulb like make you go. Mm. <laughs> Always appreciate your your opportunities that you are given. Love what you do because the day that you don't love to do it, that means maybe it's time to find move on to something else that you find joy in. Mm. And yes, when you meet, it's very interesting. The more successful they really are, the more grounded. They are. Yeah. They, they are not taken aback by the BS of, you know, glitz and whatever it is. Yes, we love that. You know, when we walk down the red carpet and all this, because this is part and parcel of the allure, yeah. the magic sure. of the movies or, you know, TV. And that gives our audience, our fans that, ah, isn't that great? Yes, it's part of the whole thing. I mean, you don't really want to see your stars coming out in their sweatpants and go like, yeah, whatever, you know. Right? You want the glam factor. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And for a night or two to dress up and have fun and, you know, look fabulous. Why not? It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's nice. It's fun. But do I want to do it every night? No, absolutely not. No, no. But I think what it is is like your r real friends your family and some a lot of times you make real friends in this world as well right mm -hmm. they ground you because they remind you of who you are you're not some character in a movie or a tv series you are who you are and you should never ever forget that and be present you know appreciate what you have mm -hmm. that's that's the thing that really grounds me wow thank you i mean just going back to your script being tagged in all these ways, I mean, how did you develop the sense of, for lack of a better word, I'm using this word again, development? Like, because I feel like it's always so finely tuned that you always match the tone of the project. But then this is just so, you know, to go from like Wild West Hong Kong, beginning of Hong Kong cinema days where like no scripts, you just go in, they tell you what to say on the day and then you do it. <laughs> 
where you you know you you don't have to think about it like you know on on those sort of macro conceptual terms. But now you, I hearing you talk, I could hear you talk forever about the way you prepared for this role. Like what what was the process like for what was your journey like to sort of get that instinct? It's learning along the way. It's like from no scripts and learning to shoot from the hip. You're like going like yeah. okay, whatever is thrown at me. I mean, when we started, we don't have time for rehearsals. We have no rehearsals. You get there, you get on the set, you're all dressed in your uh, your costume, and they will choreograph the action sequence. You learn it, you shoot it, and you do something else. And like you say, sometimes the lines are not given, and you're going like. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, mm-hmm, nine, ten. Oh yeah, many of many times. And then finally, when you see the final cut of me, oh, that is what's going on in that. Yeah, because they edit and they film so fast. I mean, for the longest of time, even Jackie Chan, we didn't have, we didn't use, we didn't dub our own movies. Right. Right. Somebody else did it for us. Yes. It was yes. only from when I did the Song Sisters that was the first time I actually it was since it was recorded. Right. On the set. Prior to yeah. that, never, because you know the the it we didn't have that kind of technology. It wasn't done, and it was much faster, easier after they edit and get someone to do it as you know simultaneous <laughs> while we're filming. They're editing. Yeah. There, someone is recording it. So wow. that process didn't really come into play because there was no none of that process. time for it. Yeah, yeah. But what you did learn was that you watched and you listened, and it was like how these. I was very fortunate to work with some of the best actors in Hong Kong as well. So I watched how they did it. It was like I was fascinated. How the hell do you cry on like? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And so what do you do? Where is that coming from? Yes. Right and. I think that's the time when you're young and you have to be like, I am a ding dong. I have no, ego. <laughs> I am, I am learning. And if I am so proud and say, then you learn nothing. I would go right. to like Dini Yip and say, please teach me. Wow. And you know, then you work with like Jiang Wen or you know all the the amazing Maggie Chung and yeah, yes, wow, oh my god, we were best friends. But you know, I'm not afraid to ask my best friend. I have no clue what I'm doing. Okay, maybe I can mm. do martial arts better than you. But when it comes to the performances, you guys and Maggie is like an award-winning actress. Yeah, right? is to have a conversation with her and like, so tell me, how do you do this? But I must mm-hmm. say, it's also the 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 directors starting with you know with uh, tomorrow that never dies really was my first international. Sure, and we then- have a Bond girl in the Zoom, everyone. Okay, <laughs> have some respect here. This is our first Bond girl ever on Las Culturistas. That's it's That's a huge true. moment. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember Roger Spottiswood turning to me and he says, "You know, I can double you when it comes to the action." We don't need uh, the uh, martial artist or whatever it is. You are here because you demonstrated in your auditions that you can carry the role of playing Wei Lin. Mm-hmm. We don't need a, uh, uh, someone who can fight. Because I can't double you when it comes to the Emotion. acting part. Yeah. The emotional side, right? So that's where you learn that how you have to be invested in the character and Every director gives you something. Ang taught me tremendously about giving the, the 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 character a full background. Yeah, 
That's very clear when you uh, we watched the film again last night, Crouching Tiger, in prepar- in preparation for this. And even when you first come in and you see Chow Yun Fat for the first time, there is so much history on your face. Oh my god! And it is very lived in. He's obviously an incredible director. So. Yes. No surprises. So because I've had the privilege of working with like Danny Boyle, like Rob Marshall, and all these mm. kind of people, they it's a learning process. But if you are ding dong enough not to open your heart and mind to that, then you've lost great opportunities to learn. And yes. so, you know, you gather all these kind of things and you learn how important the script is, how important the director is, how important your co-stars are, are because you know that making a movie or a TV series is not a one-person thing. It's no, true right. collaboration on all the different levels and all the people behind the scenes. Yes. That are, you know, the crew, the, whether it's the gaffer, the DP, you know, the set designer, the costume designer, your hair and makeup, they help. They're the accessories that make this character, that mm-hmm, help right. you build this character and make her real. Make her really, really, like you say, have a life. And yeah. Walk. And I, I just because I know you're not going to be able to tell us anything about the plot of the Avatar sequels, which you are. In. <laughs> this, is, this is the question I will ask you. What did you learn working with James Cameron yes. on these films? If that's something you can answer. He's a freaking genius. Yeah. He is so creative. He multitasks like madness. He wow. He's a writer. He's a creator. He dreams of all these universes that we can't even begin to fathom. I, okay, the one thing I said to him, can't you turn me blue? I don't want to do <laughs> I'm like, oh, please, please, please. I mean, uh, so I also learned that he is also very resolute in his decisions. <laughs> yeah, he seems to be a capital D director. Yeah. You know what it is? You have to be. Yeah. That's how you have to be. That's how you lead. It's a discipline. Yeah. Yes, it it's a determination, the discipline, you know, the do. You have to be the doer. You have to be the one that says, yes, no, I Imagine I have to visualize this. I have to fight for what I believe in. And it yeah. starts mm-hmm. with the director, like here in the Daniels cases with them. So Oh my God. Before but before I forget, you mentioning Maggie Chung, I just I I just think it's incredible. It's it's an incredible everything all everywhere all at once. It's incredible for movie lovers just because you 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 can't believe you're watching like snippets of a Wong Kar Wai film. Like you doing Maggie Chung, you know, and Kiwi doing Tony Long. Yeah. I, just, I was gonna say Kiwi is doing Tony Long. Like it's just so incredible, and I just think back to you in this movie. Like for any actor, this would be so, so, so. It's steeping yourself in so much work on a technical level. Masterclass, you know, obviously, it's just a masterclass. So, Michelle, I'm just, just congratulations. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst.
Hey, everybody. During the break, let's quickly talk about a couple things that are important to most people I know. Comfort and style. Crocs classic clogs and sandals have both covered. And when we're talking about style, we mean personal style. There's just so many colors and so many gibbets charms. You can dress up your Crocs to match your mood and to match your personality and to fit the occasion. I mean, ultimately, you can stand out from the crowd in a way that only you can because it's your personal style. And now let's talk about comfort. You know, it doesn't get better than the Crocs clogs and sandals when it comes to being comfortable. Style and comfort are usually a trade-off, but here they're a package deal. It's like you have cushions on your feet. Soft, stylish, personalized, colorful cushions. So why wait? Head over to Crocs.com today and experience the comfort and style of Crocs classic clogs and sandals for yourself your feet will thank you snag a job is where america goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring with access to over six million active hourly workers snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high quality employees who can cover all your needs on demand tempt to hire part-time or full-time you name the position warehouse worker retail associate grocery store clerk fitness trainer baker stylist bellhop podcast producer yeah snag a job's got a worker for that with our easy to use platform you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard right snag a job is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. We do do a thing on the podcast where we brought this up to you at the top, and I know you can answer it. We asked the question, (laughs) what was the culture that made you say culture was for you? And I just want to know, what was it when you can think back to your childhood or maybe when you were, you know, a teenager, how did you decide to go along this path of becoming you? Like, what was that thing you saw or received from the universe that made you say, I'm going to do this? Uh, okay. As a child, I think I was very open to the world of music, dance. And my mom used to say, you know, you could dance before you walked. And so, but I think one, I never dreamt that I would be an actress. I did not have mm. that dream. I was always like uh, the ballet, so watching ballets and, you know, seeing these ethereal creatures on the stage. But one thing that always fascinated me was the cinema. Mm. My mom was an avid c- cinema goer. So even as a small child, we would go as a family to watch all these, like whether it was Indian movies, comedies, love stories, Dracula, <laughs> you imagine and my dad was like the nature lover so documentaries tarzan ben-hur oh, but great. that that feeling of the magic of cinema sitting yeah. there and I, I still see myself you know like wow. yeah watching, gazing wonder watching yeah. like the sound of music wizard of oz it was like mm. all the all the things that i love into that but i did not understand at that point the magic of cinema you know telling a story through cinema it was right. just enjoying it and taking in, in that whole experience did it lead me to this i think when i was given the opportunity to join it when i was went to hong kong to do the commercial the watch commercial with the jackie chan 
And yes. I was given the opportunity to partake in this world. And you go like, oh my God, I remember the magic of it. Yeah. And maybe I can be part of that. Maybe that was the, the culture thing that drew yes. me in. And I had to say. <laughs> it sounds like oh, it was. Yeah, right? So yeah. I said, yes. And today I still recognize that as a fact. And I think when we went to watch uh, Everything Everywhere all at once in South by Southwest, and I think for so many people, it was the first time they'd gone to the cinemas in two years. Mm -hmm. I think these last two years has been such an impact uh, on people's lives in so many different levels. And, you know, with our industry on how it's been, you know, touch and go and opening up more like streaming and different platforms for right. uh, creative people, which is good. And sometimes you will, please don't just rush into it and turn it all out because right. good things does take time. And yeah. time is something like we feel that we're always like, oh, come on, come on, I need more of. Uh, but sitting in that, cinema and watching not just our the, the, our love on there but sharing that experience yeah it was with, with, with everybody oh yeah wow. that was like when you hear them laugh and you go like, yeah they actually find me funny it was like ah! <laughs> you know what's funny you were so funny, you were so funny and, and you were talking about how um it's that communal experience the first time i saw it i did go by myself but it was in a packed theater <laughs> and during the end of the movie i truly cried during the last 30 minutes and i looked over at the guy next to me and we were having the same experience <laughs> and it was really fun because even though i didn't know him it was that community connection right it was community yeah. and connection and that and i don't know anything about him you know i don't know anything about his life i don't know anything about about the woman he was sitting next to, but we knew that we were receiving the same messages and we were internalizing them. And maybe it meant something different to him when he was thinking about his relationships in relation to the movie than it was for me, but we were both moved. And when I went back with my friends uh -huh. um, last night, it was the same situation where I, mm. I was just excited to share it. And so I would say to ev everyone listening, if you've been hesitant about going to the movies, now is the time. Put the mask on if it's going to make you feel better. Go. I mean, it's just, it's a movie that, especially, you know, in the sequences where your reality is breaking and they have those incredible montages and kudos Ugh. to the editor. Just watching that in the theater, it was breathtaking. It was just simply breathtaking. Uh, nicely put. Well done. And yes. with our last five minutes with you, we are going to do I Don't Think So, Honey. So this, Michelle, is our one-minute segment on Las Culturistas, this very podcast where we take something in pop culture or in our lives that are bothering us, and we do a rant for one minute about it using the phrase, I don't think so, honey. Who's making the demonstration first? You're going to get two. One from Matt, one from me, and then you'll be all set to go. So for now, <laughs> let's have Matt Rogers go. This is Matt Rogers' I don't think so, honey. His time starts now. I don't think so, honey. Stephanie Shu as a texter. Girl, it takes you a day <laughs> to get back to me. And I know you can text <laughs> your old girl from college back sooner than that. And I know Ooh. you're on a worldwide press tour, mama. I know all of a sudden we're at international film store suddenly and about to pop all the way off into another stratosphere but you can text me back because you listen we have a soul connection stephanie shu and i soul connection. i remember when you were flarge as a sketch character in college this is just for me and you right now and people in hammercats 30 seconds but i remember all the trips we took i've seen you get drunk on college campuses girl i have photos of you you do not want released so text oh. me back within 
18 hours. Let's say I'll give you a day. Text me back within 18. You always get back and it's always very seconds. warm and happy. Don't forget about Matt Rogers, me. We used to have lunch in Downstein. We shared emotional connections. Stephanie uh, Shu as a texter. I don't think so, honey. Stephanie Shu as a person. I do think so, honey. You're the most lovely person in the world. And I can't wait to hug you and squeeze you. We we I'm love you. That's one this. minute. This is crazy. Wow. We are we gonna be are we gonna be the project that scares Michelle Yo after yes. she's oh done so goodness. much? The project that Michelle Yo walks away from. <laughs> no, I, I can see where you you guys definitely went to the same college, right? Oh you yeah. Can just do impromptu yes. crazy rants just like that. I mean, okay. you should exactly. see. I mean, I think Stephanie Shu and I think there's the, the, I've been in more situations with Steph Shu and Bo and Yang than I can remember. But um, anyway, I love Steph. I just. We I want my. Steph. I want to be texted back. She's got a text back. She is very busy right now. <laughs> no, no, no. She did text me back. She right did text me back and say, "Stephanie, if you don't text him back, God knows what the next rant is going to be about." <laughs> she has always been a flaky texter. I will say that some people are not good at texting. Are you a good texter, Michelle? No, I am the worst. The worst. The worst. I've gotten worse. Yeah, Bowen has gotten way worse, actually. I'm sorry. And I'm again, sorry. it's when it's when they get famous, I'm telling you. No, no, no. no. <laughs> we have other things to do. I'm not gonna say important things to do, but yeah, you know. other. Yeah. Other. All right, Bowen Yang, are you ready to do your I don't think so? Honey? I'm ready. I'm ready. This I'm is Bowen Yang's I don't think so, honey. His time starts now. I don't think so, honey. A Love Before Time by Coco Lee in the Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon movie, not winning Best Original Song at the Oscars in 2000. Wow. Can I tell you? Can you guess which song won that year? I bet you can. Was it it's 2000? Called, it was 2000. It was Things Have Changed by Bob Dylan from Wonder Boys. No, thanks. Who cares? I all due respect to Bob Dylan. We love Bob Dylan on this podcast. But A Love Before Time is one of the most iconic Mandarin to English translations, international hits. 30 seconds. Can you think of a, an international hit from that time? Like for a movie to cross over that way and for the song to be nominated for the Oscar and to impact nations, communities all around the world mm. and to not receive its due is abominable to me. 15 that seconds. That song is auditory memory to me. It's sense memory to me. When I think about Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, I think about Michelle, I think about Chow Yun-Fat, I think about Zhang Ziyi, I think about everybody, but that song deserves more. Five and seconds. I can't believe we as a culture have forgotten about A Love Before Time by Coco Lee. That's one minute. And that's one minute. Wow. Absolutely correct, Bo. Look that at the show right now. She is floored. <laughs> Michelle, you can do it. <laughs> you can do it. I know there's something in pop culture that grinds your gears. Uh, can you bring me a bottle of whiskey, please? <laughs> yes, whatever helps. <laughs> well, you, you, you do it for as long as you want. We won't. You, it won't be the full minute, but something that's like on your mind, maybe from this press tour, perhaps. Okay. You know what? I think one thing that I would say is I don't think so, honey. Here we go. You can't put your phone down and have dinner with your most adorable cuckoo and all of you are still on the frigging phone. What are you uh, texting? Someone on the table that's next to you and you can't have a real conversation. Uh, and when we go to the cinemas, you frigging put your phone down, switch absolutely. it off, and don't try and receive messages in the middle of a movie when your yes. lights are so bright and you're taking me away from this amazing 
movie called <gasps> Everything Everywhere All at Once. And if you don't look at it and watch your phone for two seconds, thirty seconds, you a grip on what is happening. So I don't think so, honey, that you can put your phone down. You have to put your phone down because you want to have a gorgeous dinner with your adorable godmother or auntie or whatever uh, it is, and you fifty seconds put your phone down. And if you're in the cinema, if I see you one more time, <laughs> I don't think so, honey. You're gonna get away with it because I'm. <laughs> Let the hell out of you! Five seconds. Bring that phone and eat you. Okay, I love you. And that one, Michelle. You really buried the lead on that one. You were great. That was perfect. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh my God. I can't believe I did that. You know the Alamo Draft House where I saw the first time I saw. Um, everything everywhere all at once i love they really they make it funny too like they're like seriously put the phone away seriously put the phone away and you do but it's crazy that we have to get to this point where we're like threatening the audience yeah because they really can't put the phone down no it's so crazy and then they answer the phone it's like yeah i'm watching a movie okay yeah <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, yeah i'm in the cinema okay i'll uh, call you back yeah 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 i'm in the cinema watching a movie and you're like what the hell yeah i know <laughs> You're it's not watching much. the movie anymore if you're on the phone. Exactly. Wow. This was so, so special. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us, Michelle. We know oh, you have a busy thank day. thank you. Both of you. And the movie is Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. And luckily for you, it's now playing nationwide, everyone. Lucky audiences everywhere. Um, and you have to go. You have to go. You have and to. You, you're going to be moved by it. You're going to be surprised by it. You will laugh, scream, cry, feel all the emotions. And isn't that why we go? Yeah, it's the way we go. Thank you so much, Michelle. Thank, thank, thank you, you. Thank you. you. Thank you, Bowen. Thank you, Matt. It was a real pleasure talking to both of you. Thank you for taking the time. Uh, oh my course. gosh! Of course. Well, well, well. <laughs> there well, it was. Um, yeah, just really fantastic. I'm still. I won't. I, I don't. This is. I won't get over this. This is a highlight of my year. Highlight I mean, of my life. You texted me right after Cloud Nine. Cloud Nine. Cloud nine. And um, thank you for bearing with this structurally different kind of episode. You know, she this opportunity to talk to her came in a little last minute and we were like, yes, let's, we've got to make it work no matter what. I mean, come I, on. I texted people like, you know, producers at work. I was like, I need this hour blocked off. Yeah. I'm, it's a very important thing that I have to do. So please don't schedule anything around it. <laughs> I, I've never pulled that before. I was like, you need to like leave this open. So um, completely worth it. I think. Yeah. This is amazing. And we only jumped on because we want to give the readers a full episode. Um, we, you see, we jammed in the culture question. We jammed in, I don't think so, honey. Yeah. And we're going to jam in the fact that we finish every episode with a song. Great. I would still find my way <laughs> if I lied. I see in your eyes the world I know. Fades away before tired. It's an amazing song. I love that. Before tired. That was good. Listen to it. It's like it's like an R and B song mixed with like a traditional Chinese like Gujang bop. Like it's you. It's it's. Bowen got quiet. Han says, and I agree. He did get quiet. Really? Like my gain is my gain is off. Yeah, something happened. I thought you did it on purpose. No, no. Did you touch the mic? Hansa saying. Um, I don't think so. How's how's it now? Is it better? That's better. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I think you have to sing it again. Really, it got quiet in the song. Very. Okay. 
And we're keeping this whole thing. You have to sing it again. I would still find my, my way, way by the light, by the light. See in your eyes. Ooh. The world I know fades away before time. Time. I butchered the last little melody, but I think it, it was is. one of the most stunning vocal performances of the of the decade. I think Coco that- Lee. The, her name is Coco Lee. Can you think of a better pop star name? I can't. And and I know names like Camila Cabello. Cabello. And I still think this name is better. Thank you. Well, goodbye. Bye. To hear the rest of that song, listen to "A Love Before Time." by Coco Lee on the Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon soundtrack. I'm putting it on a checklist for today. (laughs) Bye. Bye. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new bubbly bursts. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get Titanic, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Some say Titanic is the best gay nightclub in the city, and those people are me. And me. So set sail with this kooky, crazy off-Broadway hit and get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com.